0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to House of McCullough Uncensored on Shreve Paddock. All right. What's going on? You all right?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Um, I'm over it now. I'm over it. Okay.
1: Marcus Rashford got an
2: honorary doctorate this morning. I
1: know. I've just been thinking
2: about it. Do we call him doctor? Rashford. Yeah. Dr. Marcus. Right.
1: Like, if so we haven't word. photoshopped it, by the time this comes out, if this hasn't got Marcus as thumbnail. a doctor... Then In a doctor's suit. fucked right up.
2: With yeah. us to either side of him. Right. We're doing your jobs for Youngest you. Youngest person
1: really? to ever get a degree. What did you just say? Was he it?
2: From Manchester.
1: Yeah. Uni, University of you? Manchester.
2: Yeah. I had to pay nine grand for mine. You got that for free. Yeah. Which is good. Mine was nine grand a year. Nine grand a year? Yeah. How? I don't know. It is. You went uni before me? No, I didn't. Wait. <laughs> huh? <laughs> 2014 I went. When did I go? Oh, yeah, shit. So, you did go quite late. I yeah. was recently.
1: A, when I was a mature student.
2: You're not... Yeah, you went when you were a YouTuber. Kind of. Uh... uh it
1: might have been 2015, actually, then, yeah.
2: But, yeah, I did, yeah. I was. People must look at us and think they haven't got degrees. Well, I
1: haven't, because I didn't pass.
2: Oh, I have. I didn't finish it. I got a law degree.
1: I did uh, I did a year. Um, yeah, it would have been 2014 when I started, September 14.
2: Because I bounced in... Um, I was a quantity surveyor. So, what do you think people think you were? Like, because I don't think anyone thinks you were Qantas a quantity surveyor in between being a YouTuber and, like, I don't know what you look like. You look like you might have owned, like, one of them, like, food vans that are good. Like, <laughs> no, but a good, like, like the Northern Salt Like, like ones. gourmet ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> like, you have to phone him and book him out, and he comes down and he's got I'd like, enjoy pulled that. pork and pizza. Yeah, pulled pork pizzas. Yeah, um, I, I could have, I, I'd have dug that. I can see you doing something like that. Um, as for me, guess, we'll just go with the old cliche. I would have had a corner shot. <laughs> um, but, nah, yeah, I just, imagine what we would have been doing without YouTube.
1: Oh, mate, I, I'd have probably, I fell into quantity of So I left the army and I went working for uh, Janine's old man. Uh, and I was doing TV installations, so home cinemas. Um, which was cool when you got a home cinema sometimes you got some amazing setups. people had like 12 grand tellies delivered and stuff like that
2: there was one bitch of a woman is that out. how you went to finger's ass travel winner's ass York yeah no oh
1: um, no Dwight York was uh, my girlfriend at the time worked in a bar which is now uh, shit what's it called It's not Panacea is it it used to be Panacea it's got a new name now Whatever it is in Alderley Edge, the the one next to the train station, I can't remember the fucking name of it now. It used to be called Brazingerman's, and used to have a club attached to it called the Braz. When um,
2: I've heard Dwight York's from Brass. <laughs>
1: when Harvey When Harvey Price was born, uh, I believe in a bad way at the moment. Yeah, I think. Um, hope he's all right. Yeah, when he was born, Dwight had a, a wet in the baby's head party, um, and he invited all the bar staff because I guess they're his mates. <laughs> Not joking, just like you know. It, It's a true story, isn't it, to to the party. And she was working it, so she said, do you mind if I just invite my boyfriend instead because he's a big United fan? And he was like, yeah. And my uncle was the bouncer of the club anyway. Um, And Joe Adam, who works here, his uncle Jay was the guy that used to drive everybody there. So we kind of like knew the place and knew who worked there and all that sort of stuff. So I went, this is the maddest one ever, Like I went to the wedding of the baby's
2: head for, for baby Harvey baby that doesn't even care about. Yeah. That's mental. That might have been Get the only thing he ever did for, That might but be
1: the only thing he ever did for him.
2: That's really bad, by it the way. It is bad. Uh, did you hear him, we'll take it back to somewhere where we want to be, rather than talking about someone's parenthood, if that's the word. Um, you see him on the podcast this week with Sam and that? Um, no, I've heard some of uh, the, the comments that come out of it. He said after 99, he went into Fergie's office and he said, can I have a year off? Paid. David May, who was on the podcast, went. Imagine if we all did that. Yeah, David, no one would have noticed if you did that. But that's <laughs> Imagine that. The I wonder he was you know, out the door about
1: 12 months after that.
2: He, two did, years he went after. Blackburn not long ago. Yeah, yeah,
1: about 2001, summer. T- summer 2001, but he 2001, goes, it was
2: because... Obviously, check out the podcast if you want. Sam's doing great work on it. But it was because he goes, I don't I think like, there's only one way down. now. It's kind of true, isn't it? Completed it, mate. <laughs> he literally completed it, mate. And it's like, I'd imagine if I was a footballer and I just made my debut for United, I would just go off the rails. And won a treble in a year. Just go off the rails. We signed
1: him, 12.6 million. I'll
2: Private.
1: Not on your own. Signed him. He becomes European <laughs> Golden Boot. He wins Premier League, FA Cup and European Cup in his first season
2: as a Red. I, I don't hold it against him. <laughs> you don't? And especially knowing the character he is. Um, I've heard other wild stories about that. I probably can't say on here. Um, but, like, he just loved life, and it, he? really did love life. Um, and he, he obviously showed it. In, in oh, yeah. But go back
1: on the story, at least, anyway. Because you were saying, like, go back to his house. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. After that party, we went back to his house. My uncle was driving Rio's car and scraped it on the gate... Uh, the back arch of his Aston Martin, and he was like,
2: "Real, real, Rio? Rio Ferdinand." Real yeah. and, like, and Yorkie sh- crossover yeah. Were they just friends?
1: Uh, it was this was summer two thousand uh, summer. No, was it October, November two thousand two, something like that. Real was already read that money. I
2: thought it was. But they were, no, African it, world it, it world was
1: uh, when this happened. York was at Blackburn.
2: Okay, but he's still living in Cheshire, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, because in the party there was because people won't get this but there was a few City players um, that used to hang out with all the United players Jeff Whitley um, Danny Teatro he was a knob but on the pitch hated him That's a name but actually of in, in person well sound uh, and then the party was like a couple of them lads but then it was all the, the Blackburn players like Brad Friedel David uh, Dunn Flitcroft no I don't think Dunn was there
2: Mark Gans Pedersen he wasn't there but it was all that era. Colin Andrew, remember him? He yeah, big he
1: obviously wasn't that.
2: He had a mad perm in not I just always remember getting football stickers of him, seeing his big head. He was going to a manager. Anyway, you went to so his so house. Yeah, he
1: go, so, yeah, it was a lot of Blackburn players. Um, I think Blackburn, Blackburn had just beat us as well, like that weekend. This was like on a weird night. It wasn't, uh, it was obviously it's footballers, isn't it? So he'd hired the whole place out. Random people in there like Will Mellor, drove two pints of oh, in You always <laughs> see him at games, you know. So th- there was random ass people in there. And then um, because my uncle was like taking people's cars back for him and stuff like that, and he took Rio's car to, uh, to Dwight's house, scraped the fucker on the, um, on the gate on the way in.
2: Can you remember what car it was?
1: Yeah, Black Aston Martin DB9. <laughs> One of them where you go, that's not a cheap... Rio just goes, I don't worry about it. And that's he was like, what? Dently. Okay, fair enough. The Dently.
2: Which um, reminds me, a year ago, but yeah,
1: we was playing, was playing snooker in his uh, games room, um, and this, this, the story is, and I'm so glad it fucking came out. Was there was one shirt he had hung up in there, so he's got two trophy cabinets with all his like with, with his European golden boot. I was, I was like in heaven, mate, just looking at this shit, all his Premier League winners medals, stuff like that, and then one footballer shirt up on the wall in his games room. Whose was it? R nine from when we played against him. Yeah. Right? That's it. No other football shirts in the place. R9.
2: I remember meeting r And he was upstairs with her. Funny lady. enough, with Sam. Um, and we sit in and We just ran up to him like little kids. And because like, me and Sam went to do something at like some media event. There's Cannes, wasn't it? In Cannes, yeah. Um, and so we did something about Devils one day. And then the next day, Ronaldo was doing something about polka stars because he's a big... He works a lot with army. them, don't he? So he was there. Me and Sam were like, shit, he's in town." When we're here, we need to find him. To speak English. Um, he did, a, we had a very, it felt like five minutes. It was probably two. Do you know, like, it, it was a very short conversation, but we, we were like, we need to see this guy. And then we walked out of our hotel on one of the evenings and he just walked past us, like that, and we were just sat. <laughs> and we just chased him up the road. And then when we got there, we were the only ones talking to him. He looked shocked that someone recognised him, R9. And then we were just giddy little kids. Bearing in mind I was probably about 26 at this time. And we were just giddy little kids. Oh my God, oh my God, R9, you're amazing. And then I remember saying to him, you should have come could to- Yeah, yeah I, I said, you should have come I cuddled everyone, I did. I said, you, <laughs> you should have come to United. And he goes, I never had the chance. Unless Fergie fought. Impossible, knee injuries, too much money. I don't know. The time to get
1: him was either as he left PSG or as he left Barca. Mm. There was no other time to get him.
2: But there was a little part of me that when he was at AC Milan or just before he went there, I wanted us to sign him.
1: Even fucked and probably a couple of stone overweight, Real Madrid, R9, was still potent as a motherfucker. Mm. He was
2: it was amazing. But, I but,
1: what's your favorite one? Because mine's either first season in uh, or, Inter. Or, or Barcelona. Inter.
2: I just it was outrageously it, good. Inter Ronaldo going into the '98 World Cup. I, I don't think there's a better striker anywhere in the world ever. Um, I even think I even put him above Messi and Ronaldo. Um, yeah. I just think it's different it. areas areas of football where you know back then it was all about scoring 20 goals, 30 goals a season. Not 50. Fo- football's changed, you know what I mean? And I think. If he played in this era, he probably has that kind of numbers oh, as well. You look at what Mbappe is doing. You look at, and well, I'm not there was discrediting anybody doing but... a goal
1: a game like he was doing a goal a game at Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think it, I think he scored 37 and 34, actually, something like that at Barcelona. And that wasn't Barcelona Messi era. That was Barcelona, like Did almost do, like United, United Bobby Robson
2: era. Yeah. What a man, by the way, Bobby Robson is. We overlook that, don't we? Big time. I remember when he was England manager when I was a kid. He used to kind of be ridiculed a little bit. Because that's the job of the England manager. Yeah, that's true. Because the press are
1: dicks, mate, and they don't know a good thing when they've got it. But he's a great... He's they did it with ev- everyone that's ever. Person. They did it with Beckham. They did it with Rooney. They've done it with Charlton. You know, they, they arguably did it with Sven. Sven was a better manager than he gets credit for. <laughs> what? He got England to... Did he get to a semi?
2: Sven, yeah. Right? I think.
1: Which was about where England were. I don't know how fucking Southgate got England to a semi. There was nobody that they had to beat to get there. I'd have got England to that semi. And then the first bit team
2: of, you come up against, bit of passion, <sighs> get stuck in. I like Gareth Southgate. I think he's a good people person, and I think he's great with the squad. I just think that's why I think though like, Mourinho's life now is in international football. Probably, yeah. Because you 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 will be the greatest manager in international football.
1: He could be, and and he's also not got that day to day where he's grinding you down.
2: Mm. Saying that, beat Arsenal. That's well, not an achievement. <laughs> 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 oh, God, awesome. Since when's beating
1: Arsenal, a fucking achievement.
2: I know. But. They are bad, ain't they? They are bad. Anyway, what I was going to say a bit ago was. One year ago today, we are in Perth? Yeah. That was good, innit? I've seen the memories popping up yeah. yesterday or so. Tom always just tweeted us.
1: Of um, me and Joe in the Bay. Um, that was in Perth. And then. Yeah, I've had a couple of tweets today from people that
2: we had beers with out there. That was a sick time. We should have now been Wherever. planning for tour, going oh, on, on tour. It. On it now. Potentially India.
1: Probably 15th of July, probably leaving now-ish.
2: Yeah, or just got there. Because I just got to Perth, uh, didn't sleep, and we went straight on it. Considering that's the worst flight you can do on Earth. Ain't that bad. I, I, I didn't sleep for, like, the day before, so I would slept on both flights. Like, I just thought, let me get, like, a good 10 hours' kipping. Joe, you know it's all about? Eye masks. Y'all yeah. don't know about eye masks. See, earplugs, eye masks, they don't work for me. You've got to try the eye mask. I get paranoid with the eye mask on, so I just, every five minutes... Like, I think someone had
1: some vlog footage of me and Joe asleep next to each other. Noise-cancelling headphones on, eye mask...
2: Neck pillar. I love the Wi-Fi on the airplanes when we're going there. Emirates. It's the future, isn't it? Yeah. Having Wi-Fi on planes is very good. Very, very good. The prices aren't very good, but it's very good having, having that.
1: Yeah. I'm, uh, we'd have been on it now. Um, I can't wait for the next one. The next one should be mint. Because Where, yeah, the club
2: are going to go big. Yeah, they go after. they're going to have to. They're going to go. I wouldn't be surprised the if they do year. Australia again. I think it's all India. America. And all that, or will they go America? Yeah, because it's easier.
1: There's also the Euros next year, which I mean, you think half of our squad's going to be involved in, it, if not more. So it could be a very youth-heavy. I would make an early prediction. Mabry's on tour next year.
2: Yeah, I think that would be the case anyway. Um, do you think he'll make his debut next year?
1: Um, a little birdie tells me he's probably going to bounce between 23s and 18s next season.
2: So that doesn't he's only mean training with the first team. Yeah, that doesn't mean not come off the bench one mean, game. That might mean
1: a League Cup, maybe, or you know, depending if we're in Europa or Champions League, you get the group done early. But also, a
2: lot depends on him. If he's tearing up under-23 football, and it's just like, he's, a,
1: he's not like Mason though. Mason, even though Mason was skinny, there was a physicality to him, um, and also he plays on the wing. You can be smaller, or you know, he was going to come in on the wing, so you can be smaller. That's why does not play up front yet because he's not physically mature enough to play as a number nine in the prem. Um, Mabry in midfield, you know, And even though Bruno ain't big, you know, even though David Silva ain't big, I think Mabry does need to just physically develop a little bit. Hell of a player though. Where and do you see his right vision?
2: Is it is like where do you see his future? Is it in that Bruno role? It's it's literally the Bruno role, yeah. Being mm.
1: a bit more advanced on the edge of the final third, making things happen. He He can
2: play a bit deeper, but I see him probably sitting there. Mm. He's, he's, he's such an intelligent footballer as well. His awareness of space around him is trickery. He knows it as well, and that's why I think you need to get out of the 18s as quickly as possible, when you get to that level as well. 18s is cool. right? 18s is fairly competitive, but then it opens up into a
1: mire of shit of five years of players who aren't good enough to play first team. Mm. Under-18s is still quite competitive, because for most players, it's their first time playing a double age group. So it's, it's quite a, a bit of a jump for them and it's it's testing. Quite often when you play against other academies, if you're a first year, you're playing against almost exclusively second years. So that's a test for you. You don't really see anybody shining their first year. Mason did. Mabry did. Angel did. Outside of that, not many. So you mentioned
2: Angel, though. That's the point. Like, it's, I kind of feel he had too long in the 23s. Yeah. Andres Pereira possibly Adnan Yalazai, no. and you just just in there. And sh- yeah, everyone knows you're a very good footballer, but the jump from 23s to first team is way too big. Yeah. It's way too the big.
1: The 23s is bollocks, and I'd be in favour of a B team, but I also understand like League One and League Two clubs going, well, that's not fucking on, is it? But I can only have a look at it from a United perspective. It would be well better for United to have a competitive under-23 team that played League One or League Two. Um... But I also understand that, and they are like, well, no one wants to watch your under-23s. And you're like, I, I think more United fans would go watch the under-23s than watch the average League Two game now. Mm. Right? I think United
2: fans, because of how much we like our youth team, would go and watch that regular. I'd say the 23s probably have, and I know they're a fairly new team, um, and it's not a criticism of, of, of their game, but you probably have a better crowd or similar crowds to the women for the 23s.
1: I think it'd be better,
2: yeah. Better, probably. But even for, the, for definitely for the youth cup games and things like that. Yeah,
1: but I think if you was playing regularly uh, and you made the prices like a five or something like that, you would get a lot. But well, we people get free watching. entry
2: with a season ticket, don't we? Yeah. Um, and I always think like getting kids into those games is important as well. Like especially because one ticket prices at first team levels are so expensive mm. now that most kids like if you're getting to see a Pogba or a, or a Hannibal Medjedbury in a in a twenty threes. That's, that's amazing. You get to say, oh, i seen him before, he was good in that. But just getting, getting kids in there so that they... I think you price kids out of the game, you ruin the support in the future. Well,
1: you know, from um, the start of the Premier League until, like, I think it, was, it would have been like six, seven years ago, the average age in 92, 93 was like 23 and a half. 20 years later, it was 42 and a half. So in that 20 years... The age had gone up 19 years. So what does that tell you? The people who were watching football in 92, 93 are more or less the same people. There isn't the underbelly of Mm. rascals coming in. There's not the 14 and 15-year-olds that are going with their mates because they can't afford it. Mm. Like Jaden couldn't go to a match Mm. on his own with his mates like I did.
2: And that's why you do see people like SC Don's hashtag paddock one day. Possibly. The the fan bases for them will be bigger because you can watch the game with a beer in your hand. <laughs> you can have a sing and a dance. You can fucking you talk can do, to the players. You can do everything. Yeah, and I think, and that's why I think the people that like the women's game are really fanatical about it. Like you, see, like you see Nat and you see the Barmy Army and that, but they can get so close to those players that they feel like they're an extra part of the team. Yeah. And I suppose as your team gets bigger, you will lose that. It's harder to be able to do that. Um, But it's great to be able to do that as well. I I wonder if Paddock are going
1: to benefit from there being no fans in Premier League. If we start in September, we can have up to 1,000 fans. We're not getting 1,000 fans.
2: You do hear rumours that it's going to be back soon. Uh, Um, We're going to be back in stadiums soon. Yeah, but it might be like a percentage. 10k at a time. That's mad, that. That'd be weird. Like, cause we've got a hope. Like, you've got a series ticket. I've got a series ticket. Jay's got one. You got like, Hope between us, we've got one, one of, of us there. going. Cause it's like shit. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, I, will, no, I guarantee the first day, it's like boom. All of us, fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'd <laughs> Next love week, to be. None of us.
2: Yeah. Fuck to, it's one of them in it. You have to be at that first game back, cause it's historical days. It's like the journalists that are at these games now. They're like, they're the, they're the only ones that have seen Marshall's hat trick or seen this or that or. It's like it's pretty good. You know, wasn't was it, one of them. Through. Fucking Mitz. What? Mitz is a steward, isn't he?
1: Is he? Yeah, he was there for the. Which game was it? Was, that, was it Sheffield United? It
2: was Sheffield United go Just, just don't respond, Mitz. That's all right, mate. In the back. All right. Oh, he's in the back. He's having. He's. He's guns to the kids off at the pool. Um. Yeah. How are, are you feeling about the top four now? Hang on, is he in it? No, sorry. Now the dust has settled. That's that No
1: Um. It? I think we 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 lost a massive opportunity to be in pole position. It's harder to be, it's harder to be chasing than it is to just be. Fuck off! Of that. Harder to be ch- to be chasing than it is to be in front. Because now we're going into the Crystal Palace game with nerves, rather than going into the Crystal Palace game going, let's extend our lead, and put you know, make it almost impossible for for someone to catch us. We're in the shit now.
2: Do you think Chelsea are top four confirmed now, even no. with the games coming up?
1: No. I think it's well up in the air. It's the last day of the season. Mm. Do, do you know what? This is the ones where Sky cream themselves. Because 15 minutes into the game, it'll be like that. Mm.
2: Uh,
1: 27 minutes into the game, it's like that. Yeah.
2: yeah, like,
1: yeah. And then, you know, boop, boop, boop. And it'll, be, it'll, it'll change three times on the day. Not mm. quite as bad as when we drew the league with City. But, like, it's going like to yeah. change I like um, that. several times over the course of the day.
2: Drew the league. Well, we did, didn't we? Did we? we? You used to share trophies, remember that? Well, that's what we did. We've we got, like <laughs> at the time, I think we had it, 19, didn't we? Which trophies was it that gets shared a lot? Charity Shield. Charity Shield. What was it? If you draw, you just share it. Yeah. And the <laughs> FA Cup finals being a replay is weird. Because like imagine going to the FA Cup final. You don't get to see the winner. No,
1: and then, and then it's like on a Monday night like at Highbury, the next bit. You're
2: like, what? Yeah, that's fucking... That's bad, that. Like, we think about how they always move games and stuff for football, but I'm glad there isn't two fucking FA Cup finals. Yeah. Reducing the replays on that. Imagine like having to go because they'd do it at Wembley again next weekend. Like it'd be fucking pointless. And you'd still have to probably pay ninety pounds for your ticket. Yeah. Because the tickets at Wembley are steep. Steep.
1: Yeah. Everything about getting there is steep. It's a one on a train. It's a one on a coach. It's a one on a pint.
2: Like everything's fucking
1: nightmares, isn't it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And you can't like. I went, I went to Wembley for the NFL games and I've been to Wembley for loads of football games, boxing, everything. Football fans have the worst experience and we use it the most. Do you remember when me and you went, um, it was on
1: Remembrance Day as well, and it was England versus Scotland. Oh, God. Right, there was a load of Scottish guys wearing skirts, getting their chopper out, right? And there was a load of like, what I can only describe as tax officials that supported england wearing like barber jackets with tax like officials. fucking check shirts and fucking shit
2: <laughs> jeans on right and i'm like i don't belong to either of these do you remember that fella had like fucking hot dogs and candy floss and all that juggling like, them down there the was
1: the random geezer that was like because it we were sat down and that's a different experience i match. i don't usually sit down and uh we were sat Where we were sat, I think it was like two seats in and then there was the away fans right here next to us and we are literally almost like... Felt like like, like a steward in the middle. (laughs) Just like, I'm not a part of either of these because I don't really fucking give a fuck about England. And then there's people standing up on our right, doing the arms outstretched thing, singing God Save the Queen, which is the worst song ever written. Worst
2: national anthem of all
1: time. It's it's so boring, uninspiring and flat. Where's an
2: arse land of hope and glory? Which is a banger. That's a good one. Like, you know. And
1: flower of Scotland's pretty cool as well. I'm not, I'm not heard that one. Um, I'm not singing it. And then you've got,
2: it's just flat and shit. Yeah, I, I, I ate that national anthem. But let's get off that because I'll be ranting here for days. Um, yeah, that was, it was. We did see some funny shit though. We did see some funny yeah, shit. But I would but to them funny games shit. Just for like.
1: But unintentionally funny yeah. shit. It wasn't just like it was a great experience. What was good? Because we also went to the England Italy game, didn't we? Uh, which is where we
2: got those pants that fill up from the bottom. Oh, yeah. More of those, please. I love how Spurs acted like they invented that, by the way. Yeah. When they're thinking. But you see, when you, when I went for the NFL games, like, i went, I went been to a few, but I went to a Raiders match. Raiders were, I think they've moved now, but they were from Oakland, so West Side and all that. And they had, like, do you know what are them parties called again? Tailgate. Tailgate parties. They had a tailgate party outside the thing, but they had DJs playing, like, West Coast music. Like, grills on the goal. It was a party atmosphere. You could have beers and that. They don't do that for us. No. They think we're all hooligans. Uh, And the the facts are, like, there are still nabeds that go to football. But there's nabeds that go rugby. There's nabeds that go everywhere. And yet, we can't even look at the pitch and drink a beer. I hate it. One of the best experiences watching a sporting match I've ever had
1: was um, me and Janine went to watch UCLA. uh, And it was tailgate started at 6 a.m. Match kicked off at 1, right? I was minging by one o'clock. Do you know the octopus things where you you pour beer in the top and there's all the little fucking like pipes? Like, all the Americans are like, oh, give it a go and all that lot. I think I supped everybody
2: else's first. supped everyone else? Supped it. Sounded like a good holiday for a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Different. (laughs) But like, I I love that. we're,
1: We're grilling fucking meat. We're drinking beer. And random people are just We're like, "Yo, you want a burger song. or
2: you want this?" And it's They've like, got those what? little
1: games that they play where you got to throw like a beanbag into a board. We're throwing an American football around. This is fucking class. Mm. Oh, by the way, maybe not this year, but we are going to try and make it a cultural thing for Paddock to have a sort of tailgate, sort of opening game of the season, sort of festival with a band and a barbecue, and just a. F- I'm going to probably get like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Castle. like. Maybe 500... Yeah, Sammy Snake. Sammy
2: Snake. Uh,
1: I'm going to get like 500 fucking beers and ice them. And like, once they're gone, they're gone. But I'll, I'll get like the first 500 fucking beers in. Um, just for everyone that fucking so if comes. you're a
2: beer sponsor, give us a call. Yeah. Um,
1: Either way, I'm going Costco for them, so...
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you love a good Costco shop, innit? Costco's a great place. It's not as good as you think it is. Because it's this
1: random shit like, Oh, look, two bottles of vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a pack. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or like an extra large bottle of rum. Or you buy stuff that you just didn't need.
2: I, I Sometimes I go there and find cheap jeans.
1: The t- the tasters are good there, though. Have you ever had the brownies from Costco?
2: Mm. Oh, they'll change your Their life. Their food's good. Their food's good.
1: This pizza's meant to be good. I've never had one of the pizzas, though.
2: Mm. Good shit.
1: But yeah, yeah, I, I love done. that side. I mean, Americans can do it because they have like five home games a year. So you can make a, a party out of every game. Really? And, yeah. Because they
2: play like eight games, don't they? So you get like five at home, maybe one playoff game. I was playing 2K20 the other day. There's 84 games, I think. Basketball's
1: different. Baseball's
2: Fuck different. Baseball now. has about
1: 300 games. So I don't think tailgating's a thing at baseball. They just turn up like we do at football because you go into 40, 50 games a season. You just go to the game.
2: Mm.
1: You don't spend six hours having a party beforehand because I'm back here Wednesday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Like>. yeah. <laughs> I'll be back on Wednesday, yeah. It's like when, when I used to go to... I used to go to about... Like at the start, when I only had a membership, I'd go to like 10 games a season. So like, you get there well early. No, yeah, you, you're
1: outside fucking... I'd get there well early not.
2: partly because of the, the, the supporters club bus that I used to use. It would just drop you off. So if my dad weren't driving, he'd drop you off at... The Blaze, like, three hours before kickoff, two hours before kickoff. I remember once, me and my mate, <laughs> it was with my brother and my cousin, they were both, like, 15, 14, they must have been pretty young at that point. But me and him, were in stu- we were students, and we probably had about 35, 40 quid between us. And we wanted to get on it, yeah, so we were like, fuck this. All right, let's go to Ladbrokes, <laughs> you know what <by> <laughs> i By Lou Macari's. Span it, last it. Within, so we had now had three hours to burn with no money. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I went to the stadium the earliest I've ever been. I was looking at David Healy on the pitch at one point, thinking, he's in his suit, he's not even playing. What, what am I doing here at this, in this ground? It's a 5.30 kickoff. The three o'clock's are just kicking off. We used to go
1: in, I used to meet the lads in the Trafford. Um, used to even get the tram. Over or, uh, or drive over, or oh, when my old man used to drive. We used to go in the Trafford about an hour early um, and, and spend 37 minutes queuing up to get a beer. That was warm. Um, I think it's better now. Uh, I haven't been in the Trafford for ages because I've got a different way in now. Um, but we never used to see kickoff. Mm. You did, yeah. I, like, I never saw a kickoff for fucking 10 years. Like, the last 10 years of Fergie's reign. Matt's off, 5 kickoffs.
2: And It was a Celtic game that I vividly remember in the Champions League and they scored really early but me and my dad were late and we were in the tier three of the North Stand and we were running up the stairs, heard the Champions League music, heard Celtic fans. <laughs> there was loads of Celtic fans in the yeah, United end. remember
1: there was, that? there was one probably five seats away from me. And it felt like a guy Superman'd it from about fucking eight rows behind me to punch him. Oh yeah.
2: uh, you got him though. He kicked <laughs> off. He kicked, kicked off in a few places because then. Was the that was about 07. Round then. Yeah, 06, 07. Giggs he scored. Remember when he got a penalty because his hamstring went. He ran into the corner. <laughs> he fell holding his hamstring, and he got a penalty. That was quite good. I love that. I remember being right on the touchline when Berbatov kind of dived to win a penalty against Liverpool. The one and that I seen it, and I was like. That um, little pirouette that he did was right in front of us. West that? My old
1: seat in k stand, yeah. Uh, just, I think I went home after that. Yeah, that, just, that's
2: just one just of them goals it. where you you almost, Berbatov's goal, but it's not. It's not it's you talk a, about like a, yeah, it. It's
1: Ronaldo's. Ronaldo tapping it in from four inches, but
2: Berbatov. <laughs> do you remember when Nani tried to do that to Ronaldo? In Nani, Portugal, so Nani, when Nani, Nani was, po, oh, Ronaldo yeah, he, ran through the whole team. Nanny's shot it, it off the key, line. <laughs> And Ronaldo's
1: like, wasn't that like for his 100th goal or something mad like yeah. that as well? I but think. It was
2: against Spain. And I think at that point, he hadn't really performed against Spain. So there was all that thing. Nani's like, he, he yeah. That. And then the worst thing is the ball was in the goal when Nani met it. So it should have still stood. But it got ruled out. I reckon. Oh, was he
1: offside as well? Yeah. yeah. I reckon yeah.
2: Ronaldo didn't speak to him for a good.
1: I reckon he changed his name and his phone from Nani to Buddha. <laughs> yeah.
2: <Did it? laughs> The next, and he's the next, like, like, well, next time I met up he didn't speak to me at all. <laughs> yeah, I would I would hate that. Oh man. That that must have been a really like, especially Ronaldo. Don't take a goal off Ronaldo. Like, you're on a list. He lives I? for that, doesn't he? Yeah. He lives for that. He's on a list. For,
1: yeah, he is on a list. Um righty then, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. Um because I think you've got to fuck off. Mm. And I need to speak to Umbro.
2: So um Cheers Can for you, tuning in. Umbro friends. Umbro were a great sponsor, by the way, if you want to sponsor Stratford and Paddock. Give us a call. Cool. Call me though, not him. <laughs> see, I got a deal for you today, Steve. Have you seen the Stripe for Paddock kits? You've now got a call with Umbro, Cousin, mean. not
1: Right. Just tune in. Make sure to follow him. Make sure to follow me. <laughs> Make sure to subscribe. It's um, too early for this shit. anything that you want in the comments. This is uncensored. <laughs> we'll do whatever. And um, we'll Believe see
0: you fucking the next one. Slipping it out. Okay. Bye. <laughs>